welcome to Eat This Scroll, a University Fellowship Church podcast. My name is Chris Moore, and boy, howdy, am I glad to be back. My dear friends, I know what you're all thinking. Is this the Chris Moore we know and love? It is new and improved. It has been, we did the math, seven weeks mm-hmm. since we've talked to you. And we've got Jamie Harms with us. Hello, Jamie. Hi, Chris. And you're not the women's ministry director anymore. I am not. No, sayonara. Yeah, well, I'll yeah, still kick be rocks. helping with women's okay, well. <laughs> Still on the women's ministry team. I'm just not leading it. <laughs> yes. This is, is this the first episode that we've done? I don't recall if it's the first one we've done as the director of family ministries. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And fun fact, I uh, noticed as I was setting up my files before Mm -hmm. we got started, your episode was the last episode we had. Oh. Full circle. Full circle. We're back. Full seven week circle. Man, a lot's happened in seven weeks. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even, yeah, it's time is a nebulous thing. (laughs) Um, For those of you who missed me and my guests. We all missed you, Chris. Well, thank you, Jamie. Uh, Timony, shout out to Timony. <laughs> I know she missed us. <laughs> um, I had a baby, me personally. I mm-hmm. carried it nine months in my body mm-hmm. and it came out of my no, body. Didn't. I didn't do that. But you did my wife did. <laughs> <laughs> One flush. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting there coaching. I'm like, it can't be that bad. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. Yeah, she should punch you. Yeah, she would. Justify it. Basically. No, she will defend me. <laughs> I think she thinks I'm pretty good in the, in the labor and delivery. Well, wing, good. So. I'm glad to hear it. Done it four times. She keeps inviting me back mm-hmm. to be in there with her. So. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, this time, Chris, mm, I think I'll just have my mom in there. <laughs> well, mm. I'm glad to be back. Yeah. My new little baby is seven weeks old mm-hmm. today. And pretty cute. If she's you've had a pretty chance cute. to meet her yet. Yeah, you mm. should. Go meet my baby. And uh, what are we talking about? Our first week back. First week back. Well, I figured we'd talk a little bit about friendship. Love friendship. Partially because the women's retreat is this Saturday. Yes. Yeah. And so we are going to be talking about, it's entitled Redeeming Friendship. Okay. And what that looks like. Okay. Mm -hmm. Redeeming friendship. That implies that friendship needs redemption. Redeeming. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So why don't you start us off by telling us, how is friendship disordered? Mm-hmm. How is it in need of redemption? Well, first off, just taking a couple steps back, um, God calls us friends. And and sometimes we have, um, when we think of friends versus family, a family mm-hmm. has an obligation to do things, but friends get to choose to do something. So when a friend loves at all times, or a friend it lays down a life for another, there's, there's a different... Uh, different feeling i guess between that and family and and god calls us his children but he also calls us his friends and so Mm -hmm. he's willingly doing these things for us because he wants to be with us and so friendship starts with our friendship with god and Mm -hmm. and then becomes an outpouring to others but as you said there are aspects of our friendships that we do need redeeming because Mm -hmm. we are all sinful and maybe our expectations of what friendship should be or of a specific friend is disordered um, I mean, there's lots of different ways that we can see um, friendships are broken. We don't have them, <laughs> for one. Yeah. Um, we we want to take, take, take for a friendship instead of give and take. Uh, there's there's all different kinds of ways that it can go awry. Mm-hmm. And I feel like as this day and age, there's so much with technology 
that um, can feel initially like friendship or put a Band-Aid on it, but not actually is friendship. Yeah. Um, there's, there's issues there. <laughs> yeah. Superficiality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we want deep, intimate friendships right away. Mm-hmm. And some, we don't want to be patient and take time and invest in it too. So anyway, those are a couple of, a couple of ways that when we look at friendships around us, our good friendships and the friendships that we're building. There's also a need for redemption in there too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always like the imagery of cultivation. Mm-hmm. It takes yeah. time. It takes, it takes labor time and labor. And I think uh, cleverness. It takes an intelligence to to be able to sense the needs of others Mm -hmm. and uh, navigate boundaries appropriately and all these Mm -hmm. things. So there's there's a couple moving parts involved in this. Now, one thing you mentioned that I think is interesting is how we find our source and our uh, the the core truths of Mm -hmm. friendship first in our friendship with God. Yes. Now in line with the question of disordered friendships, mm-hmm. can we bring those ideas about friendship that are disordered and retroactively apply those to God? Can we see those ways that we have expectations maybe that our mm-hmm. friendships also reflected in our relationship with God so that it kind of taints the source in a sense, at least of our perspective on mm-hmm. what friendship should be? I don't see why not. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we do put unrealistic expectations or our own visions and priorities on Christ and tell him that this is what you should be doing. Yeah. And that's not how friendships work. Mm-hmm. Um, even just trying to pause and think like, what are the friendships in my life that I think are well cultivated and what makes them that way? And how did I become friends with them? And things along those lines, I think, um, helps then shape going forward what mm-hmm. it looks like. And it gives us a very tangible way of looking at our relationship with Christ, mm-hmm. too. So maybe that's part of the retroactive yeah. piece. It's like, well, I've had a friend who made you know made me feel loved and cared for, and she went out of her way to do something for me. My heavenly Father does that for me too. Yeah, times ten. Yeah, but you know, like there, <laughs> there's there's ways that He has given us these friendships and has made us for friendships mm-hmm. that also point us to Him. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great relationship with him. That's a great point because we do find the reflection of our our need for community in God. Mm-hmm. We see it reflected like a little mirror here on Earth in the relationships mm-hmm. around us, and and I think I'm not a scholar by any means, but I think we see that first and foremost in God's triunity mm-hmm. in and of Himself that yes. He has community among the three persons of the yes. Trinity. Mm-hmm. Most definitely, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Everybody knows, and you've shared some great examples of how relationships are disordered. Yes. And sometimes that puts a friendship on kind of um, like life alert, kind of what's the term I'm thinking of? Life support. Uh huh. <laughs> and sometimes it erodes the friendship altogether. Mm-hmm. But we see redemption in Christ and mm-hmm. how he uh, laid down his life for us. So how do we see redemption played out in our relationships with others? Mm-hmm. I think it looks a, like a lot of different things. But one of the the idea of redemption I love is that it doesn't just throw it away and create something new. Mm-hmm. It takes something that maybe is ordered friendship. Um, it doesn't have to stay that way. Mm-hmm. And we can work and cultivate, I like your word, cultivate to, to bring about it into a healthy, healthy state. Yeah. Um, of being. <laughs> yeah. And that takes a, 
an enormous amount of work sometimes. It does. And I find, and maybe you can speak to this too, that oftentimes I have to go back to the Lord mm-hmm. because I don't have what it takes to redeem that friendship. Yes. And mm-hmm. that, that again is a usually a humbling experience. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I don't want to be humble, Jamie. <laughs> it's their fault, Dagnabbit. <laughs> they should be apologizing to me. <laughs> but when you think of your friends and your best friendships, what are some of the characteristics that you have experienced in your friendships? Oh, man. Healthy and good, or you've mm-hmm. cultivated. Yeah, I think uh, longevity is the evidence of a well-cultivated friendship, or can be. I, can be. I, I think you can have toxic relationships that that you you know have been allowed to go mm-hmm. on far too long. But I would say, um, you know, longevity and intimacy mm-hmm. in care, uh, a sense that it moves beyond the the surface superficial qualities of friendship. And again, I, I appreciate you pointing out that these things don't necessarily happen overnight. I mean, they don't, we have the saying fast friends Mm -hmm. and that probably happens occasionally, but that's probably a rarity. Mm -hmm. You know, very rarely do we find somebody that we just click with immediately. And, and I think having, again, that expectation Mm -hmm. on all relationships can be a really harmful thing. How do you find that God is at work through that slow, long process instead of just that boom, 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 Mm -hmm. kind of give me what I want? Is there a sanctification that's at work in that, you think? Oh, most definitely. Mm -hmm. I think um, one of the things that we have to remember is that while we're waiting, God is actually working. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not that He... He is waiting to work right. when when the thing comes to fruition. And so he's always at work in our heart, whether it's reflecting things um, about himself through the friends that we have that are positive, things that are making us lean into him so that, because we can't cultivate it on our own mm-hmm. um, in a healthy way, or there's hard things, we need his direction and guidance. Um, and sometimes it's just... Um, a killer of your own personal selfishness. Yeah. <laughs> like my friend can't be really right. needs a break and I don't necessarily want extra kids in my house today, but I know it would be a gift to her. You know, like yeah. there's, so there's a way that God can kind of give you eyes to see others as he sees them mm-hmm. too. Um, whether that's a friend that you've had for 10, 15 years or a friend that you've had for five months. Yeah. Um, he, different friends come in at different seasons and they do different things and show you different things because we're all different. Mm-hmm. It's not one friend that's going to fulfill all of it, which is why we need the whole church yeah, um, and to be a part of a church body. But each person plays a role. Your husband or your spouse plays a role, your kids, Mm -hmm. your next door neighbor, uh, people in your Bible study and small group, all of them play a slightly different role. We don't have to put all all the expectations on one person. Yeah, that can be a really crippling response we have Mm -hmm. to poorly understood boundaries i know from for myself my propensity is always to dive in usually mm-hmm. head first i don't i don't superficial very well <laughs> that's okay <laughs> yeah. which you know occasionally has gotten me into trouble typically it's all it's all panned out well i think i'm likable enough i think it's my saving grace <laughs> <laughs> you are likable Chris. thank you um somehow i pull it off but um i wonder are there instances where I don't I don't know that uh, that we would rule out redemption as a divine act of God, but are there instances where we go, 
this this friendship has expired or mm-hmm. um, new boundaries need to be established. Mm-hmm. You know, that this isn't a safe, healthy, beneficial relationship anymore. And it, is that something that we can say, yes, alongside the friendships mm-hmm. that we want to see redeemed, there might also be some of these that kind of get moved out of our life. Mm-hmm. Moved out or changed. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I've had friendships in my life where I've had to put up boundaries, otherwise I couldn't actually be friends with them anymore. So mm-hmm. if I wanted a friendship with them, it had to look different. Yeah. And so I think there are healthy ways that we sometimes do need to have boundaries mm-hmm. um, so that we can continue friendships. And there will be friendships that we might need to um, move move away from mm-hmm. for a season at least. Yeah. Um, and... And that's because we do live in a broken world full of sin. <laughs> yeah. And in so nothing it's not gonna all all be perfect. Um, but hopefully that's not the majority of your yeah. friendships. It can happen. But then you might look in the mirror and go, Maybe you're <laughs> maybe the it's problem. Me. <laughs> There's a problem in all of my friendships. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So do we have to be friends with everyone, Jamie? We have to be friendly, maybe, with everyone. Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah. You got me. <laughs> <laughs> I heard an analogy once of friendships and, and connection are like Lego bricks. And we're all different size Lego bricks with different needs and different capacities. And so some people might be the Lego brick with four little bumps. And mm-hmm. some people might be a Lego brick with eight. And some might be one with a big old plate, you know, that has a bazillion on there. And so... We, we all have different, are made different ways and have different capacities. And mm-hmm. so we won't have deep friendships with everybody that yeah. we meet. We don't have enough time and space and energy, but we can be friendly with everyone. We mm-hmm. I was a part of a skit in middle school, oh, really? in high school. Yeah. Uh-huh. I was always a part of skits. Anything that could be hilarious and self-deprecating, I was first in line. <laughs> but I was playing Michael Scott in this skit. Okay. <laughs> I was on a dating show <laughs> and, and I think as part of my introduction, I said that one of my goals is to have a hundred kids so that I can have a hundred friends who can't say no to being my friend. <laughs> and I often think about that sometimes mm-hmm. about, you know, there are people who, whose really desire is to be friends with as many people mm-hmm. as possible. And then there are other people who have much less in the realm of resources or temperament, maybe even mm-hmm. sometimes, but uh, it's nice to know that we still have a responsibility to be friendly and kind mm-hmm. and compassionate when we have opportunities. Exactly. So what are some practical ways that somebody can can look at the relationships mm-hmm. in their life, take inventory, and seek the Lord in applying redemption to those relationships? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think it starts with prayer, as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the psalmist, search me and know my heart, see me and see if there's any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Mm -hmm. I think praying about the relationships that we have first and how we can best serve them and point them to Jesus is a way to start. I think we can use our words. We can ask others. Or if there is an issue, use your words and not ignore it. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's not always easy, but I think that's a way to start Mm -hmm. Um, the healing process. Sometimes it might involve a third party or a counselor, um, but for the most part, it's pray about it and use your words. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, when we do, uh, and not make assumptions, I guess. So, I mean, it could be a, some, like, I, if I asked, she wouldn't 
you know, right. want to come over, so I'm not even going to bother asking. Mm-hmm. You know, in- instead, maybe take that step out there and say, you know, I am going to, it might be weird, or I think it might be weird, but this person might really respond. Yeah. And um, I, I know that having done that over the years where you don't think they're going to respond and they do, and then it, and it does grow into something that mm-hmm. is cultivated and it's deeper over time. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's a good exercise to identify those people in your life that you trust, mm-hmm. that you'd say, I have, a, I have a, a healthy, deep friendship with, and ask them, mm-hmm. hey, what do you see? How, how am I a friend to others and how can I... Mm-hmm. Um, overcome some blind spots that you have. Mm-hmm. I think a, a trusted friend is somebody who would help us grow and point us towards Jesus. And so we can and maybe should more often ask them, hey, <laughs> what do you see in me? Mm-hmm. What are some areas that I could grow? Yeah. What are some areas that maybe I have some victories in and we can celebrate those? And you got to do both. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but that's part of friendship is we are growing together and we're growing closer to Jesus at the same time. Yeah. We certainly see that in the church, mm-hmm. you know, and in, in scripture it talks about them rejoicing together and mm-hmm. lamenting together and mm-hmm. bearing each other's burdens. Um, and just having fun together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Breaking bread. I love that. <laughs> Again, I, I try to make sure that I inject a lot of brevity because, because of my propensity, mm-hmm. it's like, I like to have conversations and mm-hmm. deep thoughts and all these things. And I go, okay. You, you can also play board games. Mm-hmm. That's an option too. That is Chris. an option too. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I think of, I, I forget if it's in Psalms or Proverbs, but it's effectively blessed are the, the wounds of a friend and the mm-hmm. kisses of an enemy and mm-hmm. how beneficial it can be to have those people in your life to say, where are my warts? Where are mm-hmm. my blind spots? Because we want to be conformed to the image of Christ. We know that the spirit is at work in us to do that. Mm-hmm. And part of the way he does that is those redeemed friendships. Yep. Well, it talks about iron sharpened iron mm-hmm. in, in Proverbs. It talks about, and it has ones like, you know, if you shout loudly in the morning, your neighbor will take it as a curse, you know, like yeah. so you, you got to have to kind of read the room a little bit. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, and so there's lots of things in Proverbs that kind of guide and direct um, understanding about what friendships can look like. Mm-hmm. And then we see Jesus as our friend and what he did for us mm-hmm. and for his disciples and how he was a friend. And so we we, are, we have that model that we can follow as well. Yeah. And how mm-hmm. essential is that when forgiveness is needed on such mm-hmm. a regular basis mm-hmm. for others from us and from others to, <laughs> to us. us? Yeah, Yes. <laughs> Be able to absorb some of that cost sometimes mm-hmm. like Christ did for us and say, okay, I'm not going to take this and hold this over your head anymore. We're going to move forward, even though this hurt me. Yeah. And anyway. Yeah. So. It's an important part mm-hmm. of... I think also what sets us apart from the world, mm-hmm. you know, and, and is a living testimony of what Christ has actually accomplished mm-hmm. here on earth now. Yep. Um, you know, I'm reminded of the instruction of uh, Paul when he was writing to the church. <laughs> oh, man. Mm-hmm. But we are, we're quick to burn bridges and write people off and take our own side. And, you know, oftentimes... Or to say, this isn't intimate enough or this isn't fulfilling me enough, I'm out. Yeah. And, yeah. And so, you know, this is, it's a challenge to us to say, okay, Lord, how am I to be a friend mm-hmm. to others because you've been a friend to me? Yeah. We have his example. So how do we do that? And so it starts with that prayer piece, search me and know me, help me, Lord, to be a good friend. Mm-hmm. And um, 
And in doing so, I think he does use that as a way to mold us and make him make us more like him. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And it's often a lot of fun too. Friends yeah. are a gift. Oh man. <laughs> I would, yeah, like in case it was unclear, I would just simply deteriorate without <laughs> friendships. Yeah. Paramount is my wife. I mean, we, we have the most fun mm-hmm. of any person in the whole world. And still, believe it or not, listener and Jamie, still sometimes... I find it wanting. Mm-hmm. And I go, okay, Lord, I guess I do need you. <laughs> we do. <laughs> Just kidding. But even your spouse even can't your spouse, meet every your need you have. Cannot meet every need. And we yeah. shouldn't put that expectation right. on them. But at the same time, they're given us to us as a gift from God totally. that does show us about him. And it gives us just that longing for that perfect friendship that we have in him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Points yep. us to the transcendent truth out yeah. there. And I'm so glad that the Lord does that and that he yes, brings us back to himself. But hopefully all the ladies are able to come out to the retreat this weekend and use that as a time to grow in their friendships with one another. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's, that's our hope and prayer that as we go and we spend time in worship and in God's word and in some fun activities and over the breaking bread over some really yummy food and tea and coffee and all all of those different things that, that would help give us um, a new perspective on our friendship with God and also help us build friendships with others. Mm-hmm. Now this episode is going to air on Friday. Mm-hmm. Is it too late to register, sign up, show up by it that point? It is too late to register at okay. this point, but um, that doesn't mean you get left out totally. Okay. So next week we are going to start women's Bible study. Yes. And there's, there's different challenges that we're going to give the women at the retreat to connect and build friendships. And that's one of them. Um, And so, or grab a woman who did go out to the retreat and go out to coffee and ask what they learned and build the friendship that way. Um, Or try out mom's group. Yeah. Um, and so there's there's different ways that we have that we can engage. This isn't a one and done to build mm-hmm. friendships. This is just kind of a launching point, and hopefully we can go from there. That's great. Mm-hmm. Well, listener, if uh, if you're fortunate enough to go to the the weekend deal or the yeah. retreat, then I encourage you to to take it to heart. Spend a lot of time in prayer before, during, and after. Mm-hmm. And if not. There's lots of opportunities to build relationships here at the church. Mm-hmm. And the women's ministry especially does a great job of facilitating that. Yeah. So take advantage of it. Jamie, welcome back, us. Thank you. Yeah, it's been a long time since I got to sit on your couch. <laughs> and the temperature is not it's terrible perfect. in here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I haven't started sweating yet. But um, well, I appreciate you taking the time as always. I'm glad to be welcome. back. And uh, listener, we will get you on the next episode. Bye. Well, thanks for listening. Thank you to our guests for coming and sharing what they've been chewing on in God's word. We produce these podcasts and release them twice a week. So please subscribe so you don't miss out on one. And don't forget, love God, love your neighbor, and make disciples. 